Hey creators, welcome to the Creators Corner, the number one place to get strategic, get creative and get results. I'm your host, creator coach Jade Beeson. Today I'm talking to you a bit about some business stuff. I feel like I'm kind of recording this podcast because I feel like if I put this on a podcast and I can't go back on my on my decision. And what this decision is, is to discontinue one of my offers. The offer I'm referring to is my bespoke audits, which is a service that I have offered to my audience since the beginning of my business, which was about a year and a half ago, depending on when you count it, it was about a year and a half ago. So I have consistently offered some form of bespoke audit to my audience since I literally started monetizing my social presence. So this offer has been with me for a while, but I have recently made the decision to discontinue it. And I wanted to jump on here and talk about why I made that decision, because I feel like a lot of the time, um, creators will hold on to something that is no longer serving them for various reasons. And it can be really difficult to make the decision to let go of it as it has been for me. And I do feel like when I listen to podcasts like this, they kind of reassure me that it's okay. And that, you know, you're not a failure just because you don't want to continue something that you've previously offered and that it's okay to kind of, you know, adapt and move on. So that's why I wanted to record this episode. I actually recently recently listened to another episode by another creator. If I can remember who it is, I'll put a link to her episode in the show notes. But essentially, I listened to her podcast episode where she was talking about how she closed down one of her offers. And it just inspired me to not only just rip the bandaid off and finally close down mine, but also to talk about it and to share that with you guys. Okay, so let's just dive into it. I'm going to be breaking down the main reasons why I decided to discontinue my bespoke auditing service. But before I do that, I'm going to explain to you in a bit more detail exactly what this offer was and why I created it in the first place. So since the dawn of time, and by that I mean February 2021, when I started to turn my influence into an income and a business, I have let myself be guided by my audience when it comes to whatever I'm creating and whatever I'm releasing. Of course I think about okay am I going to actually enjoy creating this offer but I mostly think about does my audience want this and are they going to find this useful. So with that in mind if we cast our minds back to February 2021 when I had a really small audience at the time um, I probably had I don't even know I think I must have had like a thousand people in my across all of my social channels combined. So it was a small audience, but I was, they were very vocal and I was very attentive to them as I still try to be now. And I received a lot of messages from my audience by a lot, I mean like five, which is a lot when you have an audience of a thousand, um, from people saying, hey, like, do you do an auditing service? Or not even, they wouldn't necessarily call it auditing. They would just reach out to me and say, hey, can you take a look at my Instagram account? I need some help. Which by the way, I get those kind of messages every day now as well. So I'm still very aware that this is a need, which makes my decision to stop doing this even harder. But regardless, um, people would message me saying, I need some help. Can you look at my Instagram page? And in the beginning, I would do this for free. I actually think that was a good idea, even though some people might be like, that I would do it for free but I would do it for free and the reason why I think that was the right thing to do at the time was because it gave me a lot of practice 
I knew a lot about social media, Instagram content creation. I've worked in that world for years, but I had little experience structuring my feedback in a way that other people could follow and implement. So yeah, I had all this information, but I wasn't able to communicate that in a way to people who weren't familiar with the world of marketing yet. I use a lot of acronyms. I still do that now sometimes, but I spoke like the marketer's language and that wasn't always easy for people to understand. So people messaging me and asking for feedback on their Instagram account and then me taking the time out to give them feedback and then them say, I don't understand what this means or what do you mean by that was actually a really valuable thing for me because it was basically training myself to become the coach that I am today without even realizing that that's what was going on. So I used to offer this service for free and then it did get to the point where I was like, I definitely can't do this for free anymore. I was working full time, like I just didn't have any spare time. And I don't like the idea of me providing half ass help. You know, when you're just kind of like, I don't wanna do a quick scan of your page and then give you some really like rubbish feedback, what doesn't have any depth and which you can't actually apply and see results from. I didn't wanna do that. I was like, if I'm gonna give feedback on people's Instagram channels then I wanna, do it properly. Like I wanna do it in a way that's really gonna help them. And I knew that in order for me to do that, I had to create an offer and I had to sell it. So that's what I did. I created my bespoke audits and I'm smiling to myself because I'm pretty sure I used to sell them for like 50 pounds and they included a one-to-one with me, which is really cheap. <laughs> Even for a beginner, that's like incredibly cheap, but regardless, um, you, we all start somewhere. So um, yeah, that's what I used to do. And also how my audits were shared, like they were just so different to what they look like now. So I do think, even though I definitely did undercharge, it's not the equivalent of me charging 50 quid for what my audits are like now. That would be absolutely insane. But they weren't quite as good or as detailed or presented in the, in the same way that they are right now. They've definitely evolved. So I started offering them and they really were one of the first things that I offered and they went really, really well. They were like my, they were probably one of my biggest income generators for my first few months of business. They absolutely flew. People loved them. It was great because when people DM'd me, I had something to give them. I didn't have to just say, no, sorry, I can't do that. I don't have the time. Instead I can say, but you know, I do offer this and that way you can get my help. So it was really nice. And also it just gave me such incredible insight into the common problems that people are having with their Instagram channels, which I still obtain so much value from today. So that's why I created my audits. That's what happened when I launched them. Um, and I have been running them and evolving how I present them, evolving the format, evolving the information that I include ever since, all the way up to today. There was one time, I couldn't even tell you when this was, but there was a moment earlier in 2022, I believe, where I stopped selling them. I didn't officially discontinue them. I just stopped talking about them and I removed links to them. <laughs> so people couldn't buy them <laughs> and then what I would do is if someone really really needed my help and I knew that was the best service for them I would send the link directly but for the most part I wasn't speaking about them which meant that my output for them dramatically decreased which helped me out because I was going through a phase where I was just really lacking in time so that's my journey with my audit so far so let's talk about why I'm decided to discontinue them the first reason my product suite at the moment Oh, I was gonna say it's a bit of a mess. It's not a mess. I don't wanna make, I don't wanna put myself down for no reason. <laughs> it's not a mess, but it needs sorting out if I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I'm hoping by the time you listen to this episode, I've done it, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> I, the right, the side effect to doing the strategy that I have done 
for the past year and a half of creating products whenever my audience need th- needs them, right? Letting my audience needs guide the, my offers and my products. The downside to that is that you can end up with a bit of a mess of a product suite because you've created so many products for people that you now have too many. And when people go on your website, they're like, I don't know, what, what am I supposed to do with this? What do I need? What's gonna help me? And that's very much the position that I'm currently in. And that is what I'm currently trying to work through. I've got a very big strategic task on my hand, um, which I'm going to try and tackle at some point. But regardless, it's, you know, it's a big job that I'm trying to do. And as part of that, I need to look at my product suite and I need to start trimming off some of the fat. And my audits are definitely categorized as some of the fat and I'll talk about you know why I'm saying that they're not my favorite offer in just a moment but back to the idea of having a product suite which is too big or an offer suite which is too big some people can do this and get away with it and it really works for them and I really admire those people I have done that up until this point and I've gotten away with it so maybe I am one of those people and I just don't know it but I do know that for me to get to this next level of business I need to simplify I've always known that I've just avoided it I've always known that I needed to simplify and now I'm like putting my big girl pants on and I'm like okay just do it roll up your sleeves and start to simplify part of the reason for that is that when you have um, multiple offers they're basically like mini businesses every offer has a significant amount of work that goes into keeping it alive so anything from updating it on a regular basis which is a big big task all the way through to the funnels that power it so for every single offer that I have they have their own funnels, they have their own email sequence, you know, they have their own freebie sometimes. That is a lot of work to continuously replicate. And it's also a lot of work to continuously upkeep so that it remains at a competitive standard. It's quite a difficult thing to maintain, especially when you're doing it for multiple things, when you don't have a huge team. Like I have a team, but they're all freelancers. They're all pretty small and I like it that way. Um, But it makes, yeah, it makes life difficult if I don't simplify and I'm well aware of that. So that is something that I know that I need to do. So let's move on and talk about another reason why I'm discontinuing my audits. So, and this is to do with the actual audits themselves. Now, no offense to the audits, I'm speaking about them like they're real people, but the thing that bothers me about my Instagram audits is that they cannot provide the full picture. So they're incredibly helpful and people have gotten some amazing results from them. And honestly, sometimes when I read the results, I start to think, oh, maybe I shouldn't discontinue them, (laughs) but I have to be strong. People get amazing results to them, great. However, it is not the full picture and it cannot be the full picture. And what I mean by this is I can analyze your Instagram account. I can analyze every single element of your account. I even have a software that I use where I can pull reports and get even more data on your Instagram account that you can't get from your Instagram analytics. So I can do all of that stuff amazing. But I have limitations when it comes to things like if you've got a website that that's attached to your Instagram page, if you have other social channels that you're linking to from your Instagram page, if you're a creator who has income streams associated with your your Instagram page, so you work with brands, maybe you've got a digital product or a course or an ebook, and you basically just have more of a business around your Instagram page, because for a lot of people, their Instagram page is just a part of their business. It's not their entire business. And I think that's completely fair, right? And also I think that makes complete sense. It's the same for me as well. Instagram is just one part of my marketing 
strategy to be specific. It's not my entire business. So I would get frustrated because I would do these audits and then I just think there's more here. There's more going on with this person's page I've just audited. There's more what needs to be discussed. I wanna talk about their broader business, but I just can't because that would require hundreds of pages worth of feedback. I would need to have at least one face-to-face. It's not something that I can just document and sell for like a hundred and something pounds, right? So I was getting a bit frustrated. I have seen other people offer like four business audits or just like more in-depth audits and they're like hundreds of pages and they cost over a thousand pounds. And I think that makes complete sense. I think if you're going to do an audit properly, that's probably the format that they need to be. And that's probably how much you need to charge for them. And I do not like writing. So you will never catch me with an offer that requires me to write hundreds of pages for you. it's not gonna happen guys it's never gonna happen oh you couldn't pay me enough to do like a 100 page document on a regular basis no way in hell and also I didn't want to sell something that was hundreds of pages for thousands of pounds that wasn't something that I wanted to do so I just knew that how I was currently offering them they just didn't work and I also knew that the solution and the right way to offer them wasn't something that was a good fit for either me but also my own audience so yeah, that's that's how I felt about my audits. And that's another reason why I'm going to be discontinuing them. Another reason now is that it's just not my favorite thing. I was about to say, I know you shouldn't play favorites, but I mean, in business, you probably can play favorites, right? I definitely have my favorites in my business. I have my favorite content types, my favorite offerings. And majority of the time, they are very heavily video-based. And also they involve me like speaking to people on a regular basis. I like to speak with my clients and my students, whether it's on a group call or a one-to-one call. I really value that time and that level of depth that you can get um, with people. And I really feel like when you speak to someone on that level, that is when you're able to unlock their real potential and really help them achieve some incredible things. And that is what any recent program that I've released is based on that. And my audits are not. And I did, as I mentioned at the start, I used to bundle my audits with one-to-one calls, but I can't do that anymore because I don't have the capacity to add more one-to-one calls or just to add more calls in general to my plate. So therefore it's not something that I can offer. So that was another reason. But all in all, from a strategic perspective, I have made the decision to no longer offer my audits because I need to focus. So for context, this is what the future of my offer suite will look like. So at the lowest level in terms of investment, you have my membership club, the Creators Club, which has a couple hundred creators in it. It's an amazing community for creators to meet each other, to network. And I also do like live Q&As once once a month and I upload masterclasses and stuff like that once a month to the portal as well. So it's an amazing community and that is my lowest level support. That will remain for the foreseeable future for a couple of reasons. One, it's great for my business because it's regular income, but also two, I really want to have a low level offer for as long as I physically can accommodate a low level offer. I really like the idea of having something that isn't expensive available to everyone. So say if there's someone who's only just starting their career as a content creator, I don't want to force them to invest thousands of pounds into my high level program when they don't even know if they want to be a content creator yet. They're just trialing it 
right? I want to have something available to them that they can join and leave whenever they want and it won't cost them a fortune. But at the same time, they can get some wins, they can get started, they can learn what they need to learn in order to get their first brand partnership and all of that stuff. Like that's what I want and that is what the Creators Club is. So for as long as I can accommodate the Creators Club, and that's a really important part because the Creators Club is quite time consuming. So for as long as I can accommodate it, I will keep it there because I really wanna make sure that I have a lower level offer. Then I've got Convert with Instagram, which is my online Instagram marketing course. It's completely focused on helping people create their own Instagram marketing strategy. So it essentially pairs like marketing theory with Instagram so that you can actually use Instagram to grow your business. So that course is specifically for business owners. So service providers or product-based businesses who are looking to learn how to use Instagram to grow their business through a really impactful marketing strategy so that's what that does and that is like not even a mid-tier offer it's um I think it's around 500 pounds at the moment um so it's more expensive yes but it's very cheap for an online course and for the amount of information that you get which may go up in price as as time goes on because it is a very very affordable course and I have been adding to it and updating it over time so I reckon as that continues you know the price will probably increase but it won't ever be massively expensive I want to keep that kind of in the mid-range and then I've got Creator Income Academy which is my latest offer which I've been working on for a really long time and so far I'm so incredibly proud of it's only been running for three weeks and the results that people have had already has blown my mind blown my mind people are like yeah I got another partnership deal yeah just got my first paid partner yep just got like it's incredible it is incredible what people are achieving so quickly and basically how I see it is the graduation from the creators club so creator income academy is for content creators who are looking to land long-term brand partnerships and who are trying to diversify their income streams. So they're trying to launch subscriptions or memberships or digital products or courses. And I help them through that, through a high touch group mentorship program. So I speak with them every single week um, and they get access to a very hefty curriculum where I guide them through this entire process. And by the end of the program, they will have everything they need to make consistent $5,000 months. So that's what Creator Income Academy is. And that is how I want my office suite to be structured. So the Creators Club, convert with Instagram and then Creator Income Academy. And even that, is too many. Like I'm very aware that even that alone are too many offers, but I just can't part with any of them because I love them all so much. But that's where I'm trying to get to. So other things that I'm cutting from my list in addition to bespoke audits are also my one-off strategy sessions that I will no longer be running. I don't really talk about those much anyway, but I do just like doing those because I like just hopping on calls with people sometimes and just getting to know their account but I do not have the capacity to do it. And also I do need to focus on my core offers. And I think I'm gonna keep my one-to-one program, but I'm just going to change it. So watch this space. I do offer one-to-one coaching, but it is very restricted. I only work with a couple of people at one time because it takes a lot of energy and I wanna make sure I'm giving everything I can to my clients. But at the moment it's two months programs. I'm probably gonna extend it to at least three months, maybe even six. And I am probably only going to work with one person, maximum two at a time as well. So that's also going to change. This is a slow process, 
But I like talking about this stuff because I find when other creators pull back the curtain and really let us go behind the scenes of their office suite and how they're structuring everything, it just helps me so, so much. And I'm always so thankful for people being that transparent. So I wanna be as transparent with you guys, right? Also, something that I want to communicate by sharing this story is you deciding that you're no longer gonna run with an offer does not mean that you've failed. It's okay to see something and decide that it's no longer serving you and that you don't want to do it anymore. You don't need to worry about are people going to think that this is a failure or, you know, is is this actually a failure? No, it's not. You define what a failure is. I'm not defining my bespoke audits as a failure because they were a great service and they helped loads of people and they're just not the right fit for my business model anymore. There are people out there who this offer would be perfect fit for them, right? But for me, it's not the right fit and that's okay. Okay, so I really hope you found that little behind the scenes kind of run through of how I structured my business, how I'm going to be structuring my business and also just the mistakes that I've made in regards to structuring my business. I hope you found that useful. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to head to the show notes because I've got a bunch of freebies for you in there that I feel like you're gonna absolutely love. Thank you for listening, guys. I will see you in the next episode.